Hello friends, before we get started on this next amazing episode, I just wanted to give a short shout out to our team at Metal Cloak, the group that makes this podcast possible. From engineering to production, from marketing to sales, from accounting to HR, every member of the Metal Cloak family works diligently every day to bring some of the world's best products to the off-road enthusiast. Designed, engineered, proven, Metal Cloak. That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of The Modern Jeeper Show. I wanted to bring the kids to the trip, but you know, when we, when we have a no child policy, I can't break that policy by having... Oh, that's true. Yeah, um, we did, we'll however, pets are allowed. Pets are allowed. They've gotten so big. If I let my kids, um, if I put a leash on them, are they considered pets? <laughs> I'm sure your wife would not like that. <laughs> The Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Hello, Modern Jeepers. Matt's from Metal Cloak here, and welcome to episode 123 of The Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. This week, I join Corey and Jesse as they are loading up for a trip west that includes stopping at Modern Jeeper HQ, a trip up the 101, and a final stop in Tillamook for the next Modern Jeeper adventure. In another random show, we chat about the challenges and rewards of doing what you love for a living, the reality of time, the myth of the 40-hour work week, being at cause over life, taking responsibility as an off-roader, driving your beach on the ocean, huh? and how not to be creepy. Oh, and amongst all of that, we managed to discuss the upcoming release of the Extreme Recon Edition JL Wrangler. Stock 35s, 488 gears, sure, why not? By the way, if you wonder what the F are these guys doing, you can see the full video in all its glory at youtube.com slash moderncheaper. As always, we are extremely grateful to our supporters and friends, including Warren Winches, Raceline Wheels, Best Top, Milestar Tires, Rugged Radios, Adventure Rack Systems, and of course, Metal Club. So sit back, relax with the cold one, enjoy episode number 123 of the Modern Jeeper Show. Well, hey, Modern Jeepers, it's Madsen from Metal Cloak and Mr. Modern Jeeper, Corey Osborne. Hey, buddy. I was going to say, you're like, you, did, you did the salute thing. It's like, can you? Uh. <laughs> and Rockstar Jeep Girl, Jesse. Hello. So I know we are all beat. And uh, and we decided not to do an interview this week because we're all beat. And the other horse would probably walk all over us and be like, so. Um, um, so what do you do? Um, yeah, what, what's your name again? How, how to pronounce right. it? Right. Because. Okay. What do, what do I do? Wait. Right. Can, let's turn can this we around. Do, we need to do one of these ones where it's reverse. Like we're going to, you know, I listen to these podcasts where they end up doing episodes where they got on somebody else's podcast. So then it's easy. Like you just go and have somebody else interview you. And then you just talk and talk and talk. And then you just take and produce it. Like that's what we need to do. Like right. next week, let's just have Ricky. I think Ricky was going to start his own podcast, right? He was, I heard from the Gladiator Brothers because they came by. One of the Gladiator Brothers came by. Uh, and I'm sorry, I don't remember his name, but he came by a couple weeks ago. 
and uh, was on his way through and saw the CTI, did a whole big thing. And he said him and Ricky were talking about doing a podcast. I thought, it's awesome. You should do it. You should do it. But then we need to have like them come out. Like maybe we should just have Ricky test it and come over here and interview us. Like just be the host. You know, I, and you, you've been a guest on um, some other podcasts and, and we actually talked to um, a guy at the ADK Invasion Jeep from Life. Jeep Lifestyle or Life, Jeep Life, Jeep Life Podcast. Podcast. Um, yeah. Nice guy. And uh, we, we listened to, uh, I don't know, we listened to a couple of their, their shows and um, I think it's interesting, you know, everybody approaches these so differently right. and um, I, I think it's, um, it's very unique and apparently, I mean, even for folks to listen to us, people really have a lot of time on their hands. There's this thing called commuting that people do. I don't know what it is. <laughs> what my is that? Commute's, my commute's like six minutes when there's no traffic, right? Although I'm changing that. Apparently, you know, the variable for looking at the new house that property that we're looking for is uh, anywhere between 20 minutes to 45 minutes away for me. Oh, that's, that'd be a lot different. That would be a lot different. I could get catch up on a lot more podcasts. Maybe even listen well, to ours. There is that. I mean, this, this last commute we had was like, I was right at like 5,300 miles. Mm, and yeah. um, it was. It, so what do you guys do that entire time? Like, because what day was that? I, I know you guys are like, I, I, let's just talk about how two people sit in a cab to love each other together for all that time. Because there's got to be like, are you on your computer, Jesse, and then doing stuff? And you got your own well, little headphones here's, on. Here's the problem. Are you guys, how much, how, in, in, an hour, in an eight hour drive, how many hours are spent talking to each other? How many hours are spent just ignoring each other and listening to your own things, your own headphones? Okay. <laughs> Let me break it down for you. <laughs> so when I was little, I got car sick a lot. I love to read. I haven't read in a lot because I usually am writing or doing some other functions than other than reading or reading about Jeeps maybe. But anyway, <laughs> I get car sick when I read, when I'm on the computer. Even when I'm on my phone, I, I can't even be on my phone very much because it makes me very nauseous and then I start getting headaches. Mm. So I don't get a lot of that done. <laughs> you know, it is, it is funny. Um, and we, to, to be very honest, we, we don't probably talk a lot because when we're at events, we're, we're oh. talking to so many people and literally we get in the truck and it's, it's always been my downtime, right? I mean, mm. um, mm -hmm. being, it, it takes another level of even my own personality to, to do an event and, and be focused and on. And then when you stop, literally I go into this little shutdown mode where I just, I just want to be quiet. And we, we really um, like stuff will come up and we'll talk about like, okay, what's next and, and what's on the agenda, what's going on, the conversations that we had with folks. Um, but really it's, we we turn on some music and and I sing. She she sings. I sing. And, um, I look out the window. We kind of I don't know. We kind of just veg out for wow a while. Yeah, it's um, or we make jokes to make each other laugh because they're. I mean, or, we do a lot of talking, and I don't do a lot of talking to begin with. I'm usually hmm. the one that listens. She's pretty quiet. And I am. I've always been kind of quiet unless I have something important to say that I think is important. And sometimes there are things that come out of my mouth that really aren't important. Right, but right. <laughs> I mean, the last trip was, 
Oh. You know, so hey, keep looking out that window and see if we still have all the wheels and tires that we should. <laughs> there was that this trip. Uh, there was a lot of that. A lot. Is it there yet? Yeah, it's there. Oh, I felt something. We still got. We still got wheels and tires. Oh yeah, yeah. we're well, good. And let's be fair. Let's be fair. How much time is spent Corey just answering calls from a bunch of random people that, that want to talk to him? Or I'm right? filter. I'm yeah, a filter. It, yeah, or or like J, you know, JT wants to talk to you again. You just talked to him yesterday. Like, <laughs> talk to you again today. Are you going to talk to you tomorrow? Or my kids calling on Facetime for no reason at all. Yeah, it's it's hard to keep in touch with, and I and again I'm I'm horrible um, at keeping in touch with my own family. Mm-hmm. It it's um man we the energy level is just a different thing. And going to the events, I I'm I'm literally I'm looking at sixty four thousand images in my catalog, knowing that it has gotten the best of me again, and I'm overwhelmed. We we do a I think a really good job of of the lifestyle the Jeep lifestyle we we work hard and we we play a little and then there's all that stuff in between that I think we we miss and even going to places like this last trip was awesome we got to take some time and go to Niagara Falls and go to this thousand acre ranch it all happens so fast that we get very little time to actually digest it. So for me, I come back and I start to go through the images and I go, oh yeah, like we're on to the next event. We don't ever get to go, man, Process anything. Niagara was great. Yeah. Like what even happened? We were there for like 36 hours taking yes, pictures I, and then we're gone. And content and make it, I sit and make notes on my phone or I try and get the laptop out occasionally. But again, I get car six so, so ladies and gentlemen this but, is we will we, we, we will try not to make this the downer episode yeah, <laughs> so sorry. between what i'm but, saying and what they're saying it's like why do i even want to be in that industry well <laughs> you know what it's again it is a, like i said it's amazing the places we get to go and the yeah. people we get to see right it's just that looking um, out the window and experiencing things yeah, we so, also yeah, we, we also for a minute. we also have that high level of knowing that we also um, we we always want to earn what our 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 uh, our living. We we know that it's somebody else could step in and and do what we do and want to do it in a heartbeat. So to to make sure that we're providing value to metal cloaked for modern jeeper for all of the people that that have supported us over the years it's very difficult to go and ever shut off and we do we both do a very poor job of of having a fence um mm-hmm. my my last life my my prior relationships um i was told many times you need to set up boundaries you know 8 to 5 is when you work 40 hours a week but I'm the same, so we're, right. and that helps that we're both. We may take a couple of minutes and go, "Hey, what's what's that weed growing? Are we going to pick it or or walking around the right. house going, okay? Well, it, now the dilemma today is packing. So, well, like, I should never unpack yeah. ever. Hey, Madsen, how's Just that? How's that? Forty it. hours a week working out? Right, right, right. Well, it's funny because one of our young guys around here came by. Says, "Uh oh," he goes. I think I think I, I think I've I've got the curse. And what's that? He goes, well, three o'clock in the morning, I woke up in an idea and I couldn't let it go. Like, uh huh. This is this is one of this is my partner's kids. It's like this is it. This is it. 
you know, it's the sign of true. And, and the reality is we're all entrepreneurs here. You are self-employed. And when you're self-employed, there are no hours. It must be really nice for some people. I would consider it to be really boring myself, but you know, some people, they have that job. They go in and they, they work their eight hours. State workers in California, man, you know, you go in, you clock in for eight hours, you work four, um, and then you actually, you know, then you get your salary, whatever. And, and it, it's, it's fine, but that's what some people do. The, you know, the guys around here, I, we have our system set up. These guys, they come in, they're clocking in and they have their time, but after hours, they're checking Facebook, they're checking email, yeah, they're checking they things. They're, I mean, you know, Will's always answering me and my stupid right. questions. So. They're spending time on the forums. I mean, they're still actively involved, right? And it's it, it's just the way some people prefer to live, you know? And I, I, I can't imagine not doing stuff. And it's it's always amazing. Like even I'm going to be heading out. Well, we're going up there doing Tillamook next week. Part of that is also a vacation for my family and I to be up at our house in Lincoln City. So we'll be there for a couple of weeks. I will spend no less than four to five hours a day doing work, usually late in the evening, right? But that's probably what the aggregate amount of time is. Why? Because I want to follow up on stuff or I have some other things to do or I have some project I want to finish while I'm gone. Um, and I love it. And I, I love it. Now, that's the thing, though. You got to love it. You know, we, yeah. we, we sit here talking about the problems we face, but these are the problems that we enjoy solving too. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. They, they, they really aren't problems. They're just part of life. You talk we about hear so often from entrepreneurs that, that, um, you know, it's funny on, on social media, you know, people make fun of the people who work 40 hours a week, because I think for, um, for definitely our generation and, and maybe the, the prior generation, these business owners, guys like guys like Ricky and guys that have their own businesses and their own, uh, all of um, the majority of our guests that we've had on the podcast are all very driven individuals. And you don't get to be successful by sitting back going, yeah, I don't know. I wonder when the, the next event shows up and, and right. who's going to go. And, you know, I mean, it's no different than, and, and we have a lot of friends in the industry and, I understand their goal at some of these events is to sell parts. That is, that is their main objective. And when a slow event happens, um, you know, they're they're they have some more downtime and everybody kind of gets frustrated and there's more tension and it's kind of awkward. You know, for us, when we're running the CTI trailer, it's busy. We're mm -hmm. even when it's slow, it's busy for us. Mm -hmm. So there's always something to do. And I think for the majority of entrepreneurs that are in there, 30s, 40s, 50s, um, they understand that they're not going to get to work 40 hours a week anymore, well, not to be like, successful. My mom was here for two weeks. She went with us to Moab. She was a huge help to us. And she was at home doing, she still does some, I don't want to say it's not medical coding. It's, um, she's a cancer nurse. So she, she checks up on patients and stuff still, even though she's retired. So she, she was here hanging out while we were fixing the trailer, um, taking everything out of the trucks, reloading, cleaning everything, um, making sure we're ready to go. And everybody always sees all the fun stuff we do. Cause really that's the biggest thing that we post are Absolutely. the fun things. Right. Of course you want to share you that, bet. but they don't see the whole other side of it. And my mom even messaged me the other day. She's like, you're just, I can't believe half the stuff you do. You guys are crazy amazing i don't know how you do it 
my hat's off to you, what she said. We love it. <laughs> we do. I'm like, well, it doesn't feel like it's that much of a job, I mean, it, really. Yeah, exactly. Because you enjoy doing it when you're out there, you're doing something. And really, you put a lot of effort into a single moment, right? With with getting through a few days in an event. Then you travel and you're here with your friends. You get to see people. You enjoy yourself. I mean, it's, it's, it is a it's part of a great lifestyle too. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. Corey, Absolutely. you did, you, you did the 40 hour a week thing, right? You were doing yep. that for a long time and uh, you were, for, you were successful at it, but to be able to step away from that and I've done it. And, but even when I did it, I didn't do it because even when I did do 40 hours a week for somebody else, cause maybe, you know, business was tight or whatever. And, and I, the end result was I always did something else. I always had a business. I mean, I've had, my own business going on the side since I think 1993. I was right. Say, definitely as long as I've known you and yeah. And yeah, even when you, I mean, even to be a corporate guy and I get it um, to be successful again. So if you, you, we can all think that eight to five is when it all takes place, but we all know that there's things like business after hours, there's right. functions, <clears throat> there's weekend events, there's promotions and things like that. Um, we're very blessed and the industry is amazing as we've talked about in the past. It's just kind of funny, you know, we got home, we we pushed coming back because we knew we had a lot to get done before mm. our Tillamook adventure. We pushed coming back and I'm like, man, I'm so done driving. We're home one day. And then what did we do yesterday? We, <laughs> we went and pre-ran a bunch of the Colorado stuff that we need to get done because we're looking at the calendar going, uh-oh. We How need, many hours were we out? We were we were on trail yesterday for fourteen hours. Yeah. Um, See, again, that's, it's that's that's it's like the craziness of of making that choice, though. Right, you're making yep. that choice. Like, there's a lot of stuff you could have done. Oh, you're instead. fun wheeling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're making you guys notes. Are wheeling. We're clocking. Yeah. We're checking mileage. Right. We're preparing. It's not just oh, we. We're, Right. Look at all this cool stuff. No. Yeah. And, and, you know, while everything else gets, there are things that get neglected in life when you're doing all that, but you're doing it right. But, you know, it, 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 to, to bring it all back around, it is a joy and a pleasure to be able to do what Mm -hmm. we're doing. And, um, and there's, you know, the only complainant is usually are the people that are around us that aren't doing what we're doing. And they, that's right. You know, and my wife understands it. She appreciates it. She appreciates what we're doing. She preached out hard, but she was always, you know, especially when I used to do a lot of events, was like, well, I thought this year you had somebody else, like, you wouldn't have to do as many events this year. You have somebody else do events, right? Like, But you're not you're, really. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, it's it's like, but no, it's, it's, there's a responsibility. I mean, it doesn't matter how big right. Metal Club gets at a certain point. It is still my responsibility to, you know, say hi to as many customers as possible and be out there, yep. right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, a, you know, it. It was kind of funny today. So I got up and we're like, you know what? We I've got some things I got to plan. We're going to head out. We're actually going to be gone. Um, head out to the um, Metal Cloaks World Headquarters uh, tomorrow. Head that direction. We've got a little bit of time before the Tillamook Adventure starts, which is going to take place next week. We've had a lot of people asking lots of questions about the event. And I'm bummed that it is sold out. But it was so funny. So this morning I walk out. I've got a big plan. I'm going to go to the go to town. I got to go to Montrose and, and get the Jeep wash because it was covered in mud from yesterday's pre-running. And I meet a truck and trailer at my gate. And I'm like, uh, can I help you guys? <laughs> He's like, yeah, we're, we're the landscapers. Wow. What? Really? You- um, what are you going to do? 
Because <laughs> well, Jim already did a lot of it when we were gone. Yeah, so Jim and Deb, oh. our friends from Trail Nut, uh, while we were gone the last time, came out to the house and, and checked on it. And actually, Jim, Jim, I think Bags was Mo. he was wanting to. Uh, <laughs> he, I think he was just wanting to get outside a little bit and uh, get out of his his the RV and and the van and whatnot. So he mowed the lawn and uh, they they monitored the sprinkler system a little bit and and kind of kind of helped around the house some. Um, but so this guy shows up and he's he's going to mow the lawn. And I'm like, wow, um, it's amazing when things I'm always surprised when somebody like <laughs> I made up. a bunch of phone calls like, like months, a month ago months. or mm. better and mm -hmm. heard back from, you know, one or two people. So right. this guy but, just shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, we're here to mow. And I'm like, cool. There's really nothing to do, but please come in. And like they did. They they mowed and they used weed eaters. And I'm just like, oh, that's something I don't have to worry about now. Right. Um, but it's funny to find people that will actually do, you know, spend their non 40 hour work week mm. in getting their projects done. Um, and a shout out to Jim and Deb. Those de de again, amazing folks. They, um, they're actually, uh, out there. They're, I think they're with Deb's folks right now, um, enjoying some cooler weather. It got really hot in Colorado while they were here. So, um, yeah, I think they're out enjoying, uh, some off-road time as well, but for them to come out and spend a couple of days here was amazing. And we thank you very much. That's awesome. Well, we have, I always like to play their videos in the background in there, right. Or their trail nut. You can find them on YouTube at trail nut. Um, and it's, you know, great stuff. All the modern Jeeper adventures that they've been on, which have been like quite a few, quite a few. Almost, yeah. Almost. I think they missed almost. Moab this year, but I think that may be the only one. Well, Tillamook, they aren't coming. Well, they're not going to be at Tillamook this year, but they have been in the years past. Right, right. So. Yeah. 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 They yeah. were there the year past. We only did it right. once. So this was only our second Tillamook. It seems like it's like third or fourth, but it's only our second mm -hmm. one. Because last year never happened. Even yeah, yeah. We're planning yeah. hard. Wow, we that's... planned really hard, and it just didn't work. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just and so it felt like we did it because we, we did it. So we did all the work. <laughs> we just didn't get the joy. The, all the effort, none of the joy. Right, right, right. But yeah, so this will be our. This will be interesting. I'm, I'm excited because it's been, been a while. Um, we've got you know you're bringing your gladiator out. I'm bringing up my gladiator. So cool. we're gonna have fun. Bring um, the kids. Huh. Yeah, you know, I wanted to bring the kids to the trip, but you know, when we when we, we have a no child policy, I can't break that policy by having. Oh, that's true. Yeah, well, we did, we'll however, pets are allowed. Pets are allowed. They've gotten so big. If I let my kids, um, if I put a leash on them, are they considered pets? <laughs> I'm sure your wife would not like that. <laughs> oh, I, no, no, no. Maybe. Trust me. I don't know. She's the one who wanted to buy like the the little leash um backpacks for the kids so if we go to the fair that she's walking around with the kids on a leash i was the one that said no 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 instead of a like the retractable leash where it just goes out can't you get one with like a reel yeah like yeah yeah i just want to be thankful to have them i want the electromagnet that i just grow. hit the button and no matter where they're at they come back yeah. to me they're like pulled back in just right to the, you walk, the it's like a pole it's is... a walking pole and you stop and hit the like button yeah. and the it. kids just are drawn back into you Right. Sounds like a They're Tesla locked. product. Yes. <laughs> Elon, if you're listening, I know you're a listener. Uh, go do so it. what are you doing out there at Metal Cloak and, and all your um, cool toys that you get to see and, and play with every day? 
I just try to make it really. It's all about customers right now, uh, man. It's, it's all about it's, customers. The, the, I can only imagine as many as of conversations as we've had with not only medical customers, but people that are into their projects and upgrading oh and changing and evolving and wanting more. It seems from here to New York, from you to New York, it's off the hook. It still is. And we started the, the we started the year that way where these shops were literally six weeks, eight weeks out. That hasn't changed at all mm. um, in, in just overall projects because whether they can get parts or not, they just don't have the help to get the job done. Well, and that's the thing is they, they don't have the help. Um, it's very hard, especially in this area, to hire mechanics. Um, and we've been trying to get mechanics for cloakworks and even somebody just for R&D, right? A good qualified mechanic who's like for the R&D guy, it was just entirely focused on, on doing the projects for the R&D department. So testing things, doing installs, all that kind of stuff. It's hard to find anybody because out in this area, good mechanics, they're all getting drawn to the Bay Area for high, because they need it. I mean, you go around here to some of the shops, like I have to have some work done in the RV. And that local, the local shop here is like, yeah, no, um, yeah, we're only taking like current customers. Or, or, we're, not, we're not taking them. They're slammed. They can't get any mechanics to do all the work. So the guys they do have are slammed, right? Wow. And so it's, it's, but it's true across the board. Those that aren't good are not the ones looking for a job. They're the ones sitting at home and in California getting 45, 50,000 a year for not doing anything. But that goes on a whole nother thing. Yeah, we've got a, yeah. we got a bit of a, we got a bit of a banana republic happening here in California. It was recently, uh, so Gavin Newsom, our dear governor, I'm going to get political on you for a second. All I'm right, not, fine. all right. So Gavin Newsom, our dear governor, uh, who is being currently recalled, there's all kinds of infighting going on. Uh, one, it was the hope that like, go ahead and extend the recall out because it would, the longer it goes, the, the, the less likely he'd get recalled. Then they reversed course and decided, no, no, no. They want it to be quicker because we just opened up in June 15th. And so the closer it is, it might be more exciting for everybody because there's no less chance of problems. Then his people filed the paperwork wrong so that technically he will not be listed as a Democrat. So now he's, his, his people are now suing his own attorney general's office in order to try to reverse that, which would be unprecedented because you file your paperwork, you file your paperwork. Um, so to reverse that. And then they did a whole other little thing last night, violating the rules, you know, passed a law, literally signed at midnight by the, by the governor, by his legislator, pushed it through to allow for this election date to be changed and not follow the actual constitution of the state of California. So, you know, it's, wow. it's just, it's, it's, a, it's fun. It's funny. You would sit here around, you just kind of go, but what do you do every single day? We come here, we focus on our people. We focus on our employees. We focus on making sure that the people have, who have chosen to come to work every day are being rewarded. Right. Um, and are given a you know a great opportunity to work, to earn a living, to feel proud about their day, and to help get products out to our customers. So we currently don't have a problem with with labor. We have uh, other than mechanics, we have a great uh, team here. Everybody's excited to come to work. Everybody enjoys working here. Um, I walk around every single day, the entire plant, just to talk to people and just to touch base and and see how people are doing. Um, and it's, it's, it's not only a joy in having people be able to get product out the door, 
and out to our customers, this growing, growing, growing list of customers that are ordering product and we're able to get stuff out to them in two to three weeks um, at the most, right? Most stuff's going out, you know, some of the places in order, we tell them two to three weeks, it ships in a mm -hmm. couple of days. They're like, whoa, mm -hmm. wait a second, what happened? Um, except for the guy who says, well, you know, you shipped it to me too. Um, anyway, so yeah, so just to be able to do and build up and have people here, they're working, helping our customers, these the customers that are now being able to get their stuff in, in two to three weeks. And I'm still flabbergasted how good we are doing with supply, with our inventory levels, with our, our, our vendor agreements and everything happening in our complete supply chain compared to our competitors. Many others. Yeah. Yeah. And every yeah, time I hear Every time I hear yeah. that story, I'm like, are you kidding me? They're still that far out. And it's been months. It's, they were that far out three, four months ago. Be right. But well, being ahead of the game before the game even started is probably the biggest key. That says a lot. Everybody right. was scared. They just. And again, when we, um, we, we've met some amazing creep people coming across um, these two last events. And I, I just, it made me, when you were talking about people in their projects and people getting stuff on time. Uh, I'll say it again. We wouldn't be able to do what we do if it wasn't for the guys back home, back in Sacramento, producing the, the parts and shipping them out because it's really pretty cool right now because a lot of people are getting out. They're enjoying the trails. They're enjoying these events and they're getting to tweak on their, their Jeeps. They're getting to change their suspensions. You know, we've, we've seen a lot of new stuff, um, we, we have 392 on the trailer at Bantam. We had the four by E on the trailer at JDK. Wow. Um, you know, we're, we're seeing these Jeeps now, um, out in the marketplace running around and, and of course Jeep keeps changing it up and, and That's you true. and I talked about this. Now we've got the extreme recon version. Extreme recon. Extreme. Creepy crawler. I'm going to try that back. The extreme recon. <laughs> Because the recon was really cool, but now it's the extreme recon. The creepy recon. No, no creepy. 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 <laughs> Don't be creepy. The extreme. Yeah, we got the extreme recon. I mean, so competition is an amazing thing. Yes. Right? It is an amazing thing. And what we're experiencing right now is Jeep going, oh, shit. Like, how many of the 125,000 orders for Broncos and the 190,000 reservations for Broncos could have been Wrangler customers and they're right. not, right? Right. How many of those are current Wrangler customers who are just going to drop it and go Bronco, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so for Jeep to come and say, whoa, 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 wait, 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 look, we got a 392. We got you. We got you. We got a good engine. And oh, hey, you can get it with 35s now, brah. Right. Check it out. 35s factory. and better gears 35s and, and lift. 456s are going to are are going to be part of the standard extreme mm -hmm. with 488s as the option right i i mean that's a pretty deep gear set for for jeep to to come out with and i'm well they yeah. say they're shooting for a 101 crawl ratio if you have the 6 was it 6 speed or 7 speed manual um well, yes uh, it's going to be the the Let's see. The crawl ratios are going to be with the automatic. You know what? What I didn't realize was that the 392 doesn't come with the four to one transfer case. I it's only a 272, um, hmm. which I was kind of surprised. But if it's all wheel drive. 
Yeah. That's the four by E, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's the that's the, no, the, three, the 392. Yeah, 392 is all, all, all wheel drive as well. <laughs> yeah. With the six speed manual, um, you're at a hundred to one. Mm-hmm. It's ninety-two to one with the automatic. Or right. sixty-three to one on the three ninety-two because it only has the two seventy-two to one low range. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's right. It's the Bronco that has a seven-speed stick, and it's six-speed, but it has a granny gear. Right. Yeah, kind of like it's similar to the old the old school Bronco that had the T eighteen transmission had that super low first gear that was a a pretty right. nice uh, nice transmission back in the day. That was late sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, You're aging yeah, yourself. Like- late 60s uh, yeah I don't know anything about that anymore no yeah yeah um, I read it in a book <clears throat> saw it in a cartoon someplace I saw it in a cartoon yeah cartoon. you know it is it is interesting because Jeep has done a really good job of of posting up the um the approach angles the breakover angles the departure angles you know all of mm. that stuff trying to go hey oh but by the way we have better angles mm. um and now some lower gears, some bigger tires. That's uh, also that extreme recon is an inch and a half um, factory lift, which funny Mopar's got a two inch lift. That's been their thing. Now we're going to have an inch and a half. Right. How, how do you determine and, and not an inch and a half lift. First off, how do you determine you're going to do an inch and a half? It's kind of like they grab a set of coils, throw it on there and go, how much lift is that? Oh, it's an inch and a half. Got it. Right. Perfect. Does that work? How do you do that? Or and was then... it, let's put some 37s on it and see if they get the fenders. Oh, right. no, an inch and no. a half will clear it. Nice. <laughs> well, and the fenders, if you've seen the fenders, it actually has like an additional flare on it. Really? Like it, oh, it has, it has a little that. bit of an extension probably to cover that, you know, again, for to be more and more legal to be able to cover the tires, but it has a little extension on it in the picture I saw. Mm. Looks like there's like a one inch extension that goes off of the plastic, so it goes plastic to plastic. Oh, the front of it. Yeah, just, oh, no, just going see, down. Yes, I, I'm see just it? I'm just finding the pictures. Yep. Yeah. And there's just, like a little a little lip on yeah. the outside of the the fender. outside of the fender, so a little fender extension. So all to be able to try to you know, of course, the the difference always the difference between a Jeep and say the Broncos. A Broncos still going to have its its wheels on the inside. It's the wheels, unless you start putting bigger axles, which some of the guys have, you start seeing what the fun haver did, right? And they're shoving them out They're, You know, they're getting the wheels exposed a little bit more, but that difference, just when you're out there rock crawling, the difference of being able to have your wheels and tires in your body and outside your body make a difference. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're like, we've said in the last, um, the last six months, we're seeing wider and wider vehicles, different offsets guys. It's kind of interesting to me too. Um, wheel spacers, which, you know, five, seven years ago, people were like, yeah, you know, not very, not, not a very good idea, more stress on ball joints and all those components and, oh, there's a maintenance issue with, with wheel spacers. We see a lot of wheel spacers these days mm-hmm. and it's guys trying to create that stance. It's not necessarily, I don't feel like it's been function. But it's definitely been um, for the look of that wider stance. Well, so. it, it does look kind of badass. I well, mean, if you're on. crawling the mall, it's like it's like a it's like it, you know big ass big those. tires, big. T- it it's like that puppy dog look, the big paw look, right? You know, right. big tires, they'll, they'll rig. But <laughs> you know, we all know we've all done this, we've all experienced yep. this. But I, I had a I had that three and a half inch lift on my JT running the stock wheels for a long time, stock wheels and tires. 
no big deal. Just running those. And this is mine's a Rubicon, so it's got those 33 inch, um, uh, the uh, the Falcons. And it was like that's cool. It was great, and it worked fine. And then I went and threw the 30, 38s on, and you forget that's five inches. That's two and a yeah. half inches more lift. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a lot taller. How, how different it was just to get in. Also, my kids are like, well, wait a second. But thankfully, we also put uh, we put everything else on at the same time. So, um, gotcha. but yeah, kids are able to get in. But the wife, my, my mom trying to get in. You guys got to remember, sometimes you're building rigs. And I didn't. I was like, hey, I'll go pick up my mom in, in my truck because I like my truck. And my mom's right. like, how the hell am I supposed to get into that, Sonny? What are you, you, know, what are you trying to do to me? <laughs> Her and I have this conversation mm-hmm. a lot. And it has to do with what do you want to do with your rig? And, you know, all those guests we've had from, from Larry McRae, um, you know, amazing Jeep builder, um, all these guys that have had a lot of experience in the industry building many different kinds and styles of Jeeps. What's that first question? And everybody forgets it. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do with it? Well, it's becoming more varied because now I want to do all of it with my Jeep. I don't right. care if I'm rock crawling so, or not. All of it. I, I want to go rock crawling and I want to be an overlander and I want to go to the mall. And I want to take my family to dinner. So all of the sudden, there that 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 Jeep doesn't really exist. Um, trying to find like a, the overlanding thing is amazing to me. That a couple of years ago, you had a tent and a sleeping bag and you went camping. Well, now it's that's, an accessory. That's a whole <laughs> can of worms. It's a necklace you wear on your Jeep. And what's cool <laughs> is these manufacturers, including ARS, has started mm-hmm. to build some systems that enable you to be more flexible with what you want to do. So many of these overland roof racks on the back of the gladiators have, you know, well, this is where you're going to put your, your accessory. It's going to go right here because that's where we have the holes for rather than there being channels and ability to kind of modify those locations. Um, I, I'm stuck with this this rack that's extremely low, which is great until you start looking at a lot of different tents. Now, how big of a tent do you want? Well, that matters as to the length of the rack that you have, the height of the rack, because many of these tents overextend onto the roof. Well, if you're in the back of a gladiator, you have that very short, that short um, bed, which means you can only have a very small tent, but you go to a higher rack, you put mm-hmm. a tent on there. Well, guess what? Now you're not parking in a garage. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> again, it's that quick, whole, what and you're not you using quick quack to, to, to get your car washed. It, right. Right. Which is the only, only argument I have against the rack right now is like, I'd like going to quick quack every Monday to make sure I have a nice clean rig. Yep. <laughs> Otherwise, as it is, I pop on the back and I have to pop off the Daystar can cans and uh, that I have mounted back there and then throw them back in, throw them in the back seat and then run through quick quack and throw them back on. Yeah, you just it is interesting because the the community, the overlanding community, it has gotten big. I would have never thought that you'd look at a Jeep on 40s, right on, you know, Dana on the Dana axles front and rear and 40s and stuff is set up for overlanding. Right. Right. And that's but, like a thing now. Like yeah. I, a, a gladiator on forties with a very low lift, put a tent on the thing. And of course you have to have a ladder to get to the ladder that goes to your tent. Um, but you know, I mean, it's all, it's all an accessory, <laughs> right? This is very true. <laughs> right. Cause then you're going to have that really cool $500 ladder that you attach to the side of your rack. Right. On, Cause you have the max tracks on one side. 
you that have ladder, to have the tracks. Yeah, right. Now, you do have to have some things like shovels. Like, that's a requirement in Tillamook for us to carry our shovels. Right. Um, and But you have to have all these little setups, right? And got to the mass tracks. You got to have the rotopacks or the Daystar can-cans, whichever you're going to do. You've got, even though, you know what? You're going to be fine. You're not going to run out of fuel. Well, you still got to have those because it's an accessory. Tech, but, tech tip of the week side uh, note um when you when you put those rotopacks in the back and you carry them around for a period of time especially like if you're out in death valley and that kind of thing we got home and i i just left my rotopacks in there uh took one out but yesterday turns out free running <laughs> um jesse's rig was was fairly low on fuel and i'm like well i've got the three gallon rotopacks back there is empty oh well yeah. it evaporates well, my gas well, is a gas or, I, I think <laughs> I think that I must have used yeah. that somewhere. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking so you we were, were like, oh, telling we'll me it, like it evaporated out. Like the the plastic is actually under long term care. It's a it's a <laughs> semi permeable membrane. That or I've got I got gas jacked. I'm not yeah, sure. you got gas jacked. You were gas jacked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you need I think you need those more than you need, need the max tracks. Yeah. I'm what? not against it because I like, I'm just love the accessories and making it look all pretty, but yeah, he won't let me get any for him. He is like dead set. Do I will burn them. I saw another, I just thought I saw a set and I haven't, I've seen the ad pop up a oh, few yellow. times, but it's, it's of a, it's like a little chain system that just, oh. just rolls mm-hmm. out and just, it's real super simple. and just up. goes out in front of your, your tire. Yeah, like but then how up. would people see him? Still right. Working. Right. See, that's the because you're thing. not an overlander unless you have those big tracks on the side. Right. right. What's really funny is every every Jeep I've seen with them on there, they're never used. They're never like brand any. new. Well, it's not for you. It's so you're there to help somebody exactly. else. Exactly. Right. It's always to be the rescuer, not the rescued. Right. Why do we carry? We don't carry. You know, we don't well, carry. See, that was reco- my point. We don't we carry recovery gear because we need to be rescued. We carry recovery right, gear for because somebody we're there else. to make sure somebody else. We don't have an onboard welder to fix our own stuff. It's just to be the guy who can save somebody else, right? Right. We don't carry like water because we need to drink it ourselves. It's because somebody else should, right? Somebody else might be dying out in the desert. <laughs> right. <Not laughs> and us. I just happen to drive up upon them and go, hey, I've got water for you. <laughs> yeah, because you want to be the hero, right? And again, that whole overlanding thing, it turns out if your rack is only this tall, Mm. because you wanted the short version mm. well it doesn't matter what tracks you got because they ain't gonna work it's got to be a taller rack but he's getting a new one so all of these things they all they all come into play they all have right. to work together That's right they'll get on there somehow in some way <laughs> well you know we do have i think we're gonna hook you up and get you all set up when you come out here with the new ars rack right um, that'll be good and- to for people to see for sure absolutely and then i'm debating as i'm gonna put one on mine or not or just gonna because I'm gonna have the RV. I don't really need it. So it's you could just, tie the kids to the, the cross yes. members. That's not the point. You need ooh an ARS cage. Yes, a kid See? cage. Kid cage. Kid cage. Nice. Then I just dress With them K's, up like the kid cage. I get the kid cage. I could just dress them up in like little like lion outfits and just yes. put roaring sound effects. I was thinking black and white like jail suits. Oh, <laughs> you might get in trouble. You're not in the great state. Uh, it is Oregon, but you know it's only it's only driving between Lincoln City and Tillamook. I'll be okay. You'll be on the Fine. interwebs all day long if you interwebs. Do that. Just saying. 
Yeah. Well, I, I'm looking forward to it. Tillamook should be great. Um, it's I'm look, It's so beautiful out there and so green and lush. For and, sure. So, and for instance, Lincoln City this weekend, I have some friends that actually um, are up at our house and um, and they, they got there on Sunday. Last week in Salem or last weekend in Salem, it was like 109, 115. That's crazy hot. Crazy hot. Yeah. 75 and 63 at Lincoln State. Our, trust me. I've already been telling them I'm going to today. So. She's very concerned I'm about very how concerned. cold it's going to be. I put all my winter stuff away. Now I got to get it back out? Winter stuff. <laughs> layer, it's going to be 63. Yeah. La- yeah, 63. I would die for 63 right now. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just wait. We've got. Well, no, it's going to be raining. in the 90s when we get there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Isn't it supposed to cool down just a little? Well, no, I mean, that was that was saying Lincoln City was like, it was super, I don't know what it's going to be like. Right. I don't know if it's going to go up, but all this week is like in the 60s. So wow. it's, I don't know what it's going to be like next week or or what, but ah, be nice. And the ocean, driving our beach on the ocean, nothing. Driving our beach, what did I just say? Driving, like, our, driving our beach on the ocean, you know. <laughs> well. Hey, hey, beach. Uh, hey, yo. <laughs> Okay, so many different directions we can go with that one. <laughs> Life's yeah. a beach. Um, Life's a beach. Yeah, driving our gladiators on, on the beach by the ocean. That that was that was. I don't know where my brain was going with that one. So, all right, we're gonna. You're bringing out a good bunch of good stuff. Um, yep. Right, and uh, you got your gladiators. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun to have the gladiators. Although I did realize both of our gladiators, pretty much except for you, have a little bit of de- are co- completely unbranded. Like, like for the most I, part, yeah. I have nothing on mine. I you drive. There's nobody knows that that's a metal cloak rig. How sad is that, right? I gotta, well, I you can tell Justin I'll drive his. What's that? You can tell Justin I can drive his. There you go. Well, like I said, he just here's an interesting little side note. So Justin just put on a set of Reed knuckles mm-hmm. and RCVs. And thank you to our friends out there at Reed and RCV for uh, for providing those and 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 getting them out to us, despite long waits everywhere but he just did that interesting little note that he all of a sudden did that and he no longer has any sort of vibration or any sort of little movement or the morning vibration they would usually get and he's running 40s right all that's gone it runs fantastic so what did really change no longer has the aluminum knuckles now he has the the reed knuckles interesting i mean and and you know Initially, when the aluminum knuckles came out on the Gladiator, I know there were some folks going, yeah, this is going to have to change. And I I do believe that the new Gladiators now do have a steel knuckle. But we've had comments from folks about the drag links and tie rods being Mm -hmm. uh, maybe a little flimsier than Mm -hmm. what was expected. And I think that helps a lot, too. Side note, uh, our buddy Curtis um that helps us out at a lot of shows yeah uh, mountaineer jeep mafia who has a brand new uh his jl diesel glad uh not gladiator jl diesel mm-hmm. um, with his, all the ars rack on his and whatnot he was having a funny clicking sound in his front end he went back home looked at it the ball joints were not torqued to spec. They were only 15 pounds. 15 pounds. And they were supposed to be 33 or 35 foot pounds. Wow. Um, he torqued, retorqued the ball joints. Mm-hmm. And I think those were aluminum knuckles. I don't know that for sure. I can't remember. But 
the clicking and all of that noise stopped completely. He's like, well, that was an easy fix. So from the factory, those ball joints were not torqued to spec. Wow. I've seen a lot of people replacing knuckles, even on JLs and JTs since they came out. I've never seen anybody replace so many knuckles on those Jeeps. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it must be well, a thing. It's It must be a thing. I mean, there's, well, when you're just, you were trying to chase something down, right? And I've had a challenge with death wobble on mine, you know, for a while. And it's a, it is a challenge that I run into and we try to fix and try to find it. And for the most part, we think we've got it resolved and solved. Um, but are we really resolving and solving it or do we just kind of, you know, and, and it could be, I don't know where it's going to, where it's coming from. It could be that there's just something and we've, we've chased down the front end components. Um, but what do you do about it? Right. You, right. Because other than going and saying, well, I'm just going to change the axle or I'm going to do that. I might, that might be my next step. I might throw some, you know, reads on there. I, I don't need them because I'm not building that rig. And he's got forties on his, he decided he's good. Right. He is building that rig, right? Is it is super rock crawler. He's got it all set up. Now he's doing Jeepers Jamboree um, next month with it. It's fully set. Up. I don't really plan on doing that. Now I don't plan on that. Doesn't mean I'm not going to, but I don't want to have to change the knuckles. Right. right. I don't want to have to change and put RCVs in. I will, but I don't want to have to do that. Does that make me like, uh, I'm not badass enough? I don't know. I just, I'm trying to enjoy the rig as it was built because it's a great rig. But then we're trying to track down these little problems with death wobble and going, okay, great. What are we going to do? Right. And I'm, and we've been testing and testing and it's just, it just comes back like it's there and then it's not there. And then I'm slightly off in my PSI and it comes back. Mm -hmm. Right. Or, like I enjoy it. The first time I, I hadn't had it for a while, and then it came back after going and racing around Prairie City, and that was that was you know I I abused it at Prairie City. I raced it around the track quite fast and enjoyed every moment of it. Oh, enjoyed every moment of it, <laughs> and um and I was you know and I I think I was at twenty psi. Well, I didn't put it back. I drove back, no problem. Drove during the day, everything's all warm and heated up, and drove back. Got home the next morning at 20 PSI because I hadn't refilled it. Started driving about 7 a.m. Got death wobble, right? Cold tire, everything else is cold. Steering dampener is cold, whatever. And then as the day progressed in the afternoon, didn't get it. So it's just these little weird things that 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 occur that it's frustrating because you do have this thing. And, and, and there's a thousand reasons why death wobble may happen, right? There's a right. thousand reasons why. You just got to tracked it down but i don't even know where i was going when i was going with this story <laughs> other than saying well, i definitely think that that's one of the uh, i don't know how many threads over the years and how many comments through facebook land there have been um regarding death wobble and i mean you know everybody has an answer and it turns out everybody has an answer that's worked for them once mm -hmm. um but the the reality of it is is there's so many variables and i mean i, I think it's that's probably something that, that maybe it's time for, for you to, to pull yours into to Cloakworks and have Scott take a look and, and just kind of give it a once over. But I mean, again, like you said, sometimes it's okay, sometimes it's fine, and it can change with just the slightest little, slightest little thing. things. Right, yeah. right now, the, make it happen. Right, yeah, right now, the, my favorite is it's, it's like 5, 10 miles an hour. It doesn't happen at 45, 50. It happens at 5 or 10 miles an hour driving through my neighborhood. But you're right. always aware of it and you're always waiting for it. Yeah, it's, it is That's, true. And I actually yeah. will drive to avoid bumps sometimes when I'm going slower just because I don't want to. Right. Now, that being said, we've gone through it. We've checked it, checked the ball joints, checked all these little things. But 
again, is it as simple as the fact that the comment that the basic design parameters of the Jeep, right? And it'll be interesting. It's interesting to note that the Jeep steering dampener that they currently sell significantly different than the stock one that yes. came out originally, right? That was their solution. They don't know why death wobble occurs in their rigs. They haven't a solution for it. They don't know exactly what occurs. And it could be a combination of the, just how the tie rod is flexing. It could be a combination of that and the aluminum and how and there might be some flex happening with the aluminum or something that's occurring there. Don't know. But death wobble is based on this, this, this idea that you get this harmonic going, right? And then it just can't be stopped. So admittedly, I'm running big tires, 38-inch Patagonias with uh, the big black rhino wheels and the garrison wheels, all hip. Okay, so that's causing problems. So maybe the maybe the system just can't have it. Now I have our tie rod. I have our you know steering uh, stuff out of the jail. So that's we know it's not that. So what else is it, right? So anyway, Glowworks is looking at it, but I'm getting it all taken care of so that I can be out there at Tillamook in one week. Is it one week? Yeah. yeah yeah almost almost that's crazy well and i i'm looking forward to tillamook as well it's um it's, it's a missed place after us having to skip it last year and we've got huge huge stuff coming up we have a rubicon trip coming up we have colorado coming up we have uh, again it just the this year's schedule has been crazy and we're trying to get caught up. We will get caught up. Um, so for our, our followers and our listeners, thanks for being patient. Um, we're still working through some issues with the website. It's it's hit and miss there as well. I think, you know, some days WordPress, those guys don't show up to work. And um, and then, you know, the next day everybody shows up. So it, it, we're, we're working our way through it the best we all can. Um, uh, again, I it's amazing that... Um, I guess I don't have an official Corey's rant this week, um, but it does. I think have the first do... half of the show was Corey's rant. You're right. I, I, there are so many people out on the trails, and the trails are seeing a lot of overuse and a lot of abuse. So if you're out there and you're going to events and you see other people's trash, pick it up. Pick it up, please. There's been a lot of people. That's not my problem. It, right yeah it's that's not me um it's not, me. It's it's not, not my, my trash i'm not going to deal with it uh which is unfortunately i think a lot of people's um th that's just the way they are right now the the colorado mountains are seeing an enormous amount of use and people are trying to get out of the heat so they're going into the mountains and they're literally overrunning these trails mm -hmm. so be conscious about what's going on around you, where you're at, stay the trail, tread lightly. All of those things really do come into play. And I know our listeners are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We already know all that stuff. Hopefully our listeners will reach out to somebody else that maybe they don't watch the podcast or they don't follow us or they're, and they're like, or they're new and they need help. So help right. them. Help them. Well, it's an interesting thing you said earlier, like when you're walking around the house or when you're going, you're on your property and like, yeah, I need to take care of that. I need to take care of that. Right. I see that in this micro environment. Of, well, it's, it's true about life. We can either be at cause over our environment or we're the effect of our environment, right? And you can see it in just how you, you go through. Like you, you can walk through a room and you can see sometimes somebody walking through the room and there's a piece of paper on the floor, right? Mm -hmm. And that person just walks right through and ignores it. He's going to pick it up. Or you can be the one who walks through and says, hey, there's a piece of paper there. and I'm going to pick it up. 
And, you know, around here, it happens all the time. I walk around the place. When I do my walkabouts, it's, okay, what do I got to handle? I'm going to take care of that, right? It's not my job to just say, oh, I'm hoping somebody, one of my employees takes care of that, or even just to direct somebody to go do it. I just take care of it. At my house, I have to do that on a regular basis, right? I can walk in the house. The house is a disaster because the kids are all running around, toys, and I can just walk to the couch and sit down and get ready for dinner, or I can start picking things up. Or I can get mad at them and pick things up, or I can just start picking things up, just be at cause. So it's true out on the trails, guys. When you're out at the trail and you see something, just be at cause over that 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 environment around you, right? Because if you look at it and it disturbs you at all that there's a piece of paper down there, pick it up. You don't have to say, well, gosh, I wish people wouldn't do that and then walk away because that just made you the effect of the world around you. Pick That's it up. That's right. Pick up that there's- trash. There's that split second that I think we all go through. Um, we were, Yesterday we were out and it was two o'clock and we realized we hadn't had anything to eat or whatever. And we took the wrapper off of a piece of cheese and it, mm. it was windy. So it blew away. And there's that split moment where you go, oh, that's gone. Mm. Or do I, do I run? Mm. Can I catch it? And, you know, it stops 10 feet from you. Mm. Well, then, then, then it's like a no issue, right? Of course, I'm going to go pick it up. If it was 12 feet, what if I right. still picked it up? Like, yes. Right. Can I? Now I get it. Sometimes that stuff just blows away. You're never going to get it. I know. Don't let it blow away in the first place. Right. Right. Huh. Well, exactly. That's that that same idea. It's you, you, you know, you can be there and you can be the effect of it, but it's that split second. You're right. I I sometimes have that challenge if you ever like you're driving down the road and you see somebody that maybe just had an accident my split my first instinct is always to pull over and help always but then the second later the doubter comes into my head and goes oh you don't need to do that yeah it's just just it's they're fine right it's the oh i want to go do something else starts popping in your head and starts it's gonna, talking it's to gonna you. affect my day and right, what i'm doing right and- right and i've i've made a concerted effort over the last several months um because I noticed that in myself to try to change that and to be like, no, you know, if it happens, go and help. They may not need your help, but go and offer your help. Right. And then it takes a few seconds, get it done and move on. And I find at the end of the day, cause I will literally, and this is a weird thing, but I will think about that if I skip it and I like go, ah, yeah, they'll be fine. I drive away. Right. Like I just, oh, there was a little accident. There's a bunch of other people around. Somebody else already made the phone call on the, on the, things they're fine that's whatever let everybody else and drive away i'll think about it and then it occupies some of their your brain power right so if you're going on the trail it's like we never leave a trail anybody on behind on the trail right we always stop and help people on the trail right the trail's there for everybody to Corey's point if you see something on the ground you see some trash or you see something happening that's not right take responsibility for it that's all they say don't cry over spilt milk but what if it was acid hopefully it's not in your eyes right i mean like i'll wipe that up later that whole mentality of yeah oh i know it's just gonna sit there for a minute but it's just milk or it's just water it'll be fine well i could just do it and not even think about it Mm -hmm. um yeah that's a whole nother uh, conversation and and, uh subject we can talk about called head trash uh Mm -hmm. maybe in a later episode Ooh, head trash i like it head trash head trash sounds like a band Head trash. <laughs> Knock your head. Head trash. 
Okay, now you're on that creepy thing again. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> What's your name? Juan. Juan. This is one Juan. more. Juan and one more. <laughs> is that a more? Yes. Juan the more. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another fantastic episode of the Modern Jeeper Show where you're going through. And if you made it this far, if you actually made it this far, boy, do I have a treat for you. Nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> kudos. If you, kudos. If you made it this far, kudos to you. And thank you so much. And uh, we we really, really appreciate you guys being a part of our Modern Jeeper community. Uh, you know, you can find us at modernjeepershow.com. You can find all the episodes here and also at uh, modernjeeper.com uh, and at modernjeeperadventures.com where you can see our adventures. And we promise, we promise, we promise, we know we've been a little delayed that we will have the Rubicon registration up soon and the Colorado registration up soon. Um, but we'll get those done. But as you can tell from this episode, we've been a little busy and preoccupied, but we promise we will get that going. That being said, you can also reach out and find me at mattsatmedical.com and Corey at medical.com and jesse at medical.com where we're happy to hear from you. And uh, in fact, in fact, I've just got to say, we had that that email I forwarded you um, today. Yes. Fantastic, awesome. right? You know, awesome. I love hearing from you guys. Love hearing from you if you like the show or you don't like the show. If you don't like the show, you think we're a bunch of racist bastards, you can just let us know. But, you know, <laughs> but if you like the you know, show, that's good. It's too. really cool. That was really cool for me to, to get some kudos from somebody that we had on the trailer and they enjoyed the experience. And that's what it's about. That's why we do what we do. So yeah. if, and if you had a horrible time and I was, you were like, this guy's a jerk. And he told me all my crap doesn't work. And yeah, send me an email and I'll forward it somewhere. <laughs> right send me an email it'll bounce Ford but that's fine no it's it, and it's true we we do love hearing from you guys and in yes. fact that particular email that, that that gentleman that's like he's a new jeeper he just picked up a jeep and he's gonna you know he was out there with his daughter and her brand new jeep and and thanks cool. to the wonderful care and knowledge of either something like that of our team no. which means you must have been really bsing him but you know my stand-in your stand-in <laughs> All right, Modern Jeepers, thank you again for joining us. And uh, if you need anything at all, reach out to us. Otherwise, we will see you on the trails. Cheers. See ya. This podcast will self-destruct in five, four, three, two, one.